you are invited to join the Fueled by Faith membership community. Inside this membership, you will have access to a Telegram text thread where you will find other female leaders that are getting filled by the Holy Spirit daily. You will also have access to our monthly virtual Zoom calls that are all about connection as well as getting the word and being connected to the women that are inside the community as well as the Lord and the Holy Spirit inside this membership. There's also a monthly meetup for those of you that are local to Wilmington, North Carolina. But don't let that hold you back if you are not local to Wilmington, North Carolina. We are looking to grow the Fuel by Faith community within the next couple of years. Let me bring you into the global vision that is starting here with this Fuel by Faith community here in Wilmington, North Carolina. For those of you that are looking for community, that are looking for in-person meetups to meet other faith-based and driven women that are leaders inside your community, we are looking to expand in the next couple of years where you can have access to a Fuel by Faith community right in your backyard with ongoing chapters that continue to add and pop up. This is where we are headed in our vision, and we would love nothing more than to hear back from you if you're not local to Wilmington, North Carolina, if you would be interested in having this in your community, where that's located at, and giving you the blueprint of how we can get that started. If you want to join the membership or you're looking for more information on how to bring Fuel by Faith closer to you, just send us an email at info at sheassistyou.com or find us on Facebook inside our community and send us a message at the Fuel by Faith community page. Welcome to the Fuel by Faith podcast. I'm your host, Emily Vermeer. As a wife, mom, and business owner, I found myself stressed, anxious, bitter, and overwhelmed the majority of the time. Constantly taking care of everyone else, getting to my agenda, you know, the basics, food, water, working out, devotion, and quiet time. If I had the time, which either rarely happened or was just a check off the list, it was when I was searching for a community of women that I could invest in and get support from. God spoke through a friend of mine that this is something that I would create. So here we are, the Fuel by Faith podcast, giving female leaders like yourself a fill-up so you can be encouraged, equipped, and empowered daily by plugging into the Lord and allowing Him to overflow in your life so then you can overflow into others, ultimately moving the needle forward for the kingdom of God. God. So sister, let's dive in. Hello, Fueled by Faith sisters. I am so excited to be in your sweet and precious ears. Today, we have something so special for you. As always, you know, I like to bring on guests because it is just what God wants us to do. He wants us to go and build the kingdom, and we can't do that alone. And I love to have people on here that can relate to you. You can relate to them because when we hear of other people's stories, it helps us feel seen and heard. 
and just affirmed. And so I have the lovely Erin Gurner on with me today. And I just want to give you guys a little snippet of how we met and I will introduce her and just let her take the floor. But Erin Gurner, she is just a sweet Southern woman, just like me. And um, we actually met in the DMs on Instagram. And she had heard me on a podcast um, that with a woman that I was working with, that was my mentor. And she was kind of mentoring us both over social media. And Erin reached out and we started chatting. We've worked together. We've collaborated together. We have been in each other's pockets, um, just cheering each other on and just in the back end, in the front end of things. And I am so honored to have her on this podcast. I have watched her evolve from a belief of thinking she was one thing into seeing her get into God's vision and purpose for her life and seeing her actually having a front row seat to seeing her navigate this. And we all think that the highlight reel on Instagram is what it is, but it's actually this beautiful picture of the winding road that God is guiding us on, but he's asking us to cling to him. And it's been so beautiful, Aaron, to watch you just ride that roller coaster and figure out where he's taking you and just take it and go. Um, But also seeing your points in there of the breaking and the molding and the fixing and the the getting there, because that's what makes us who we are. And so Erin is a former attorney who has turned an attorney life coach for these women in the law that are needing to have this restoration of who they are to be the woman of the law that they are called to be. And she is also the host of the Powerhouse Lawyers podcast and also a retreat host for the same group of women. That's the first of its kind for women in the law. So she is breaking boundaries here. She is breaking chains and strongholds over these women so they can be who God intended them to be with ease in so much life. So Erin, thank you so much for being on. Oh, Emily, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I just love you to pieces and I'm so proud of you. I love this podcast and I love your mission and I love you just leaning all the way in and it's so beautiful. So I'm glad to be here. You're so sweet. That's why we're connected because we just lean all in and we just go and that's what we do. And so awesome. Well, as we always start, we always like to have our guests just share a fueled by faith story, a living testimony, something that you are going through or have been through that you feel like the women on the other end of this that are listening to this can just be impacted by. So I'd love for you to just just share. Yes, absolutely. So I think it's worth kind of laying the background before I tell this story because I grew up in the South. Obviously, you can hear it in my in my accent, probably not as much as sweet Emily's Southern accent is better than mine. I've lost mine over the years living in Texas. People tell me they can only hear glints of it, which I think is annoying, but whatever. So anyway, I grew up in the South and we we were, you know, we were Hallmark Christians, right? Like we went to the Hallmark, Hallmark holidays. We went to Christmas and Easter and all that kind of stuff. I went to Sunday school and I was, you know, part of the youth foundation or, you know, youth, whatever it was called, um, young life. I was drawing a blank, but young life, everyone, you know, if you grew up in the South and you went to church, probably know what young life is. Um, but no one ever taught me about the Bible. 
no one ever taught me about the word of God. No one ever taught me about what any of the lessons in the Bibles, the stories in the Bible, the parables of the Bible, like no one ever taught me any of that stuff, mostly because I don't think my parents really knew either. And this is not like a, you know, a knock or a dig. It was just, you know, they're recreating what they knew, which was let's go to church. If I just send them, it'll kind of like happen by osmosis, but that doesn't really happen. And Personally, that church environment always felt very like stuffy, like fire and brimstone. Like if you didn't walk out of there feeling bad on Sunday, then like you didn't do it right or whatever. And that just didn't make me feel good. So on I go to college and then on through law school and on through life and, you know, marriage and children. And we are not really going to church because in my mind, I A am like, I'm going to feel bad if I go. We've got to all get dressed up. It's a pain. We go on Christmas. I believe in God. You know, like it's this whole narrative that we're telling ourselves. Like we're just the Hallmark Christians without really fully understanding. But my children started asking a lot of questions because my husband did grow up in a fairly religious family. He was Southern Baptist and they went to church a lot. And so when they're with my mother-in-law, they were going to church and they were asking a lot of questions. And I felt a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of just like, I felt like really, I think it was more shame of just not understanding that I could teach my kids about the Bible, that I could teach my, my kids all of these lessons that I knew that they, you know, all of this stuff that they knew they needed to know because I didn't know it myself. And as a smart, high achieving woman, I was like, that is shameful that I don't know that there was so much guilt and shame. And then you just don't know. So you just keep going. I took it upon myself to start to do a Bible study. I ordered it like off the internet, like it came from a recommendation from a coach and I did the Bible study myself. And this was about a year and a half ago and really like fully leaned in. We also moved and we found a new church. And it is ironically called Sea Life, which is community life, which community is like obviously a pillar of everything I do or host retreats for attorneys. We're going to this church and it's just casual. It's come as you are, hear the word of God, you know, just learn, grow. We're all together. The kids can hear people are in jeans. And I'm like, okay, I, I can, this is like, I, this is, I don't feel ashamed in this environment. I don't feel like I should be someone else or know sh- something more. And, you know, in my khaki pants, I can come in my, in my jeans and just be as I am. And I'm doing my Bible study and I'm learning and I am like, okay, leaning into the faith that I knew I had, because I was always a believer. It was never of a question. If I believed in God, I just wanted to understand and feel close to him, feel close to him. And so that is what this learning journey has been over the last like 18 months. And my fueled by faith story is this. I'm getting to a point. I promise I'm going to tie the, I'm going to, I'm going to land this plane viewers. I'm going to land this plane. This weekend, I hosted an event for eight female attorneys that I created literally out of nowhere in the middle of February, booked the house, having no evidence that it would work but only trusting and believing that this is where God had called me to be. He has called me forward for a time such as this. And I am the woman. I am the person. And I have leaned so hard into that trust and that faith. And those women 
sat there last weekend and God moved in that room in the most beautiful way. He moved through them. He moved in me. I walked out of there knowing that the desires and the goals and all of the things that God has laid on my heart throughout my life that I feel like I had to play small for, that I couldn't be too smart. I couldn't be too loud. My dreams couldn't be too big. God laid those desires on my heart for me to walk out his purpose for me in abundance and live and do what right what he has called me to do. And it was so beautiful and just like I, I could I almost can't even like put a word to it, but it other than like peaceful and knowing. So that is my fueled by faith story. Um Long-winded as it is, but I told you no, it's good. <laughs> no, it's good, and I I love I love all the pieces of it from the beginning to the end because so many of us and you and I have both been there together of being like, "What's my purpose? I know I'm here for more. I know I want to help, but what's my purpose?" And I, you've seen me fumble in that. I've seen you fumble in that. But the beautiful thing is, one, even though we may not have been close to the Lord, so people listening to this, you may not be close to the Lord right now, or your closeness may look different than what ours is. So maybe you are just talking to Him or just praying to Him once a day or once a week, and you want to work up to that. But it's knowing that you have God, this higher power that you are on this planet to serve and glorify in your gifting. Now, you may not know that end of purpose gifting, but in your operating power, it could be, okay, today I am doing this in my role as a mom, as a teacher, as a preacher, as a pastor, as a um, community member. What can you do in that role right there with your purpose right there today instead of looking out so far in the, in the future? And so I love that so much. And I would love for you, I want to talk about the women that you work with specifically and how you saw God move in this weekend because I know strong people, regardless if it's man, woman, whoever, it's really hard to unbutton up. It's really hard to get past these walls that we have. And so I'd love to just have you share on like how you saw these women break through this weekend when they are in an industry that's like buckle up, buttercup, gotta, gotta look this way, be this way, be strong. I mean, I know I feel like that sometimes I'm not even a lawyer. I don't even have that big title and expectation on that. Sometimes just as a mom, we feel like we have this big expectations. But how did you see God move and flow in these women that are conditioned to be in this like hard state of mind or state? I think for the very first time, these women were able to be in a room with other high achieving with like with them. And it was like, oh, wait, I'm not alone. Oh, wait, I'm not the only person that feels that way. And for the first time in their life, they didn't have to play small. They didn't have to, like, 
we were all attorneys in the room, right? Like we were all like, we're, you, you know what I mean? Like you didn't feel like you had to apologize for any part of yourself. And it was so beautiful for them to just recognize that it's okay. It's okay. Guess what? You have an au pair. That's awesome. You know what that does? That allows you to fulfill your dream. You've got someone who helps your kids or whatever. But do you know how much guilt and shame someone can feel like, oh, I'm a bad mom. I've got someone helping me, whatever. No, you've got another high achieving woman. It's like, yes, I have someone who helps me pick up and drop my kids off from school. It's okay. It doesn't make me a bad mom. I am right now in the ebb and flow of the crazy of what I have to do. Like, I am doing the best I can. I am putting my kids first. I am actually putting me first instead of beating themselves up with the stick of, I should be doing more as a mom, as a lawyer, as a person to just let God remove all of that guilt and shame and just let them step into like, yes, I am a powerhouse and I get to do all of these things. I get to have an au pair. I get to be a partner at this firm. I get to have this relationship with my husband. I get to have these relationships with this these women. I get to live and to play full out. I don't have to make an excuse. I don't have to apologize. I get to do that because that is what God has called me to do. And now I have all of these women in this room who are lifting me and supporting me up. Like, if that is not God moving in a room, then dude, I don't even know what is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about community because you and I do things similar, similarly. Can't say that, right? We do things the same for different sets of women. And so I would love to talk about the power of community. Um, I am still learning scripture. I am still learning the word, but I know that there is somewhere in that Bible that talks about where two, where two or more are gathered, that God is in that room. Okay. So let's talk about the power of community and being in this room and how that in itself is life-changing because God wants us to gather. So I would love to hear your thoughts on community, what it's done for you specifically, and then what you're creating for your community of women in the law. Absolutely. Well, first of all, people can go without food and water, but they can't go without human connection. You'll die. That's like literally why it's a form of torture. That's why solitary confinement is a thing. Like human connection literally is the key to happiness, it's people survive. Like that is literally scientifically, we're not talking about that today and I'm not an expert in that area. But like just fundamentally, so everyone knows, like you need people. Like even if it's one or two, like you don't have to have a gaggle, but you need people. Umbrella. Community, what community does, and this is it, I actually just did my own podcast on this, Emily, because I, we like community is everything. You can have all of the ideas in the world. You can be the smartest person in the world. You can have the best business idea in the world. But if you don't have a network of people around you, not just that can help you like logistically get there, but we're talking about like support of like the foundation of your soul. That is God right there. Like you need those people in your network. What it does, community shows you how powerful you are because you are in the room and around the table with people who are playing bigger than you are, not for an intimidation factor, but when you're in a room with people who are playing bigger, 
who are doing things that you want to do. Now you know what's possible. And it's also showing you and opening your mind to all of the things that you are capable of. So it one shows you that you are a powerhouse. It two shows you what's possible because now you're sitting in a room masterminding with all of these people who are helping you think bigger outside of the box, dream bigger than you ever could have before. And then the third thing is, is now you have a community, a network of people who can help you facilitate this dream, who have connections, who have the know-how, who have the knowledge and the tools to help you get there. I mean, seriously, these women walked out with these dreams that have been on their hearts and now they have structure behind it because they know that they are powerful enough to create it. They can envision what's possible and they have now all of this this network of women who are like, I know how to do that. I can refer you to someone who knows how to do that. Oh, you don't need to know how to do that. I can show you how to do that. Like literally you get there where you're going faster. That is the power of community in anywhere you're going. You know what I mean? Like whatever your business is, that is what it can do for you. It is, to me, if you are going to scale your business and go anywhere, you're not going alone. You're going with people, with a community. And when you decide to lean into that, that is when your business will scale faster and your life will be more enriched than you can ever think possible. Absolutely. But it's getting there. It's getting there and allowing yourself to get in that room And I know that you can get in that room. I've been in those rooms. You've been in those rooms. I'm sure many listeners have been in these rooms. And I've been in some rooms and I didn't do a thing. Like I just sat there, right? Like I didn't, I didn't connect. I didn't meet anybody. I was so overwhelmed. It was like just a big thing just to get my foot in that door. That's okay. But having an intention or an expectation going into those rooms of what are you going to get out of that room? What are you going to give in that room? You know, like I, I just came to me this week of like, it's not just getting in the room. There's more there. Being in the room, providing in the room, um, taking away and receiving in the room. Like those are just, you can't just say that. Like you have to posture your heart and like be open and ready for what's coming in these spaces because it, our God is the God of impossible things. He, he is the master of the impossible and he specializes in it. And so getting in those rooms allows him to work. And so it's so beautiful that these women that were in that space were able to just like, boom, let it go and, and have, have the ab- ability to just let him work and do things and see themselves as he sees them. Well, you it know? was funny so cool. when they came in, I had like welcome house rules and they were like, basically, you can't talk about being an attorney. Like we all know that everyone here is a lawyer. <laughs> everyone here is a lawyer. We already got that part. Can't talk about what you do, where you practice, how long you've been doing it, where you went to law school, where you went to college. We don't care. We all know. You know what I mean? Because it forces us and so many of us, not even just lawyers, but so many of us tie our identity so much into our job, into our career, into these other things. And sometimes we need to be intentional 
about unwinding who we really are on the inside. And that's God working, right? Like he wants us to remove the ego and the all the other and get down to the core of who we are on the inside. And so that's really when you go into those rooms, being able to open your heart and your mind to just letting him work. And, you know, and because that if you're closed off, you're never going to be able to receive anything, but you have to be able to receive the goodness in that room. And that requires you opening your heart and your mind. And when you do like, holy cow, like. So I would love for you to share, Aaron, about how you have seen God working specifically in you as this has come about. Like, I know that he put it in your heart to have this conference or this not conference, but this retreat. And it and it happened so beautifully. But I would love to hear like how you felt him work in you and what maybe things that you actually went through to birth this and co-create this with him. Because people listen to podcasts all day long. We see the highlight reels on social media and it's like, woo, get in the room. And and this created that I know because I've been there that it's not just a, oh, you you book this and you say this and it and it feels instantly like there's work that God's doing in us to get us to the other side to be able to receive like you said and so I'd love for you to share kind of that process and how you've personally seen him work inside of you so this is such a beautiful question I was hoping that I would get to tell this story because this like ties this like this is so great I was hoping that I would get to tell this story so um, it's maybe about six years ago now. Emily knows this story because we go way back. But um, just for the viewers, my husband and I, my husband's also an attorney. We went through just in a very difficult time, like financially, things completely were just falling apart. My husband's business partner had passed away of ALS. We were just transitioning as a family. It was just a really difficult time. And I just remember every single night just laying in bed being like, dear God, like, it's going to be okay. Like, I mean, I just kept saying, like, not knowing the way, not knowing the how, but just saying, like, dear God, I know it's going to be okay. Like, I know you're going to take it. I didn't like not even really feeling close to him at that time, but just like calling out for prayer. And so obviously, here we go, you know, you six fast forward six years here, my husband and I are, we, you know, we're debt free, we have come on the other side of this, and all of these things are happening. But we had to walk through that fire. And the reason why I even tell this entire story is we were sitting in church. Um, this was like two months ago. And this preacher was up there and um, they rotate preachers. And he was like a good, like evangelistic preacher. You know, like he was just like getting into it and all this kind of stuff. And I just love that. Like, I like, I mean, sometimes you just feel like you need to throw your hands up, right? So, yes, praise Jesus. So anyway. I'm sitting there and he's telling the story and he was like, I'm going to tell you a story about Superman. And we're all like, what? So he tells the story and he said, Superman rescues a man from a burning building and he flies him all the way up in the sky. And the man looks at Superman with fear on his face, fear that he's going to drop him, fear that he just rescued him from this building. And now he's all the way up in the air and he's going to drop him from all the way up here. And Superman looks at him and says, why would I rescue you from a burning building just to drop you from all the way up here? And like, literally, it's so like, why would God walk you through that fire just to drop you from all the way up here? Right? Like when I look back on that, like that is my fueled by faith story. It's 
looking back and not knowing that's what I believed the whole time, but just knowing that this was temporary and to keep walking. But like literally, why would God drop you from all the, he's rescued you from the burning building. All You've already survived all your hardest days. Why would he drop you here and now? So like, even I was sitting on the couch, this is again, sitting on the couch last week because you have like that retreat hangover, right? You have the win hangover of like, oh my gosh, I just did this great thing. Can I do it again? Will they come? Right? The self-doubt. This is totally normal. Human nature, like the coach has to coach herself. Like it happens. And my husband looked at me and he said, babe, why would he rescue you from the burning building just to drop you all the way from up here? And I was like, you're right. You're right. It's that constant reminder from God that he's got you all the time. So that's, I mean, it's the, to me, that is my fueled by faith story always is that God had me even when I couldn't see him, even when I couldn't feel him, even when I didn't know he had it the whole time. And when I finally allowed myself to trust him fully and to lean in, all of the miracles became clear. Yes. So good. So I would love for you to share that. And thank you for sharing that and um, being real and honest because it's life. And if we don't know that people, if we don't see the struggle before we see someone's success, we automatically think, oh, they immediately got there. You know, I know I do that and I see people, I'm like, oh, it was easy for them. But (laughs) how do I know that? Right. I wasn't with them walking through the fire. I wasn't walking that with them getting there. And so just having that testimony so other people's can, people can just have the me too moment of, yes, I've been there. I know what's, what, what it's doing or how you got there and how you came out of it and just walking through. So thank you for sharing that. But I would love to know what is it that you do? What are some tangible things that you do to be consistently filled by the Lord so that you are equipped and you are empowered and you are encouraged to go out and step into your day knowing that God has you and that he has rescued you and he will always be there for you. So what are some things that you can share with our listeners? Yes. So I always spend just intentional time with him, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, I read my devotional and I really just like, it's, it's not anything formal. It's just, I pray to him and just say like, God, what do you need for me today? Who do I need to show up on my A game for? Who can I am? Who am I going to impact today? Like, who are you going to show me that needs me today? Like just really having a open and honest conversation with him every single morning and then just thanking him, praying over my family. Um, but yes, I love it. I did this last week. Actually, I wrote, I like got out the Bible, like just as, and sometimes I just open it up. Like I just let it fall open and then just start to read. And that happened last week. And it was like Psalm, what I don't even know where I was, but, and I was sitting out there and I'd just written a letter to myself before the retreat. Like I wrote a a letter to Aaron, like after the weekend, and it was just like this beautiful moment of just like being intentional with him. But it doesn't, I think what is so freeing and what I want the viewers to know is it doesn't need to be like this whole like formal rigmarole. 
it is literally just saying, God, thank you so much. I love you. Like I am like just driving down the road, looking at the beautiful scenery and just being like, I thank you. Like I am so grateful for you, your protection over me and my family, your sacrifice so that I could have all of these blessings. Like that is a relationship with the Lord people. It doesn't, you know, like it's that just talk to him. Just talk. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because we forget that it's that simple. And when you think of having a relationship with the Lord, and this is what like made me have this like doy moment of when my relationship with my husband and my relationship with my family, like I am in constant communication with them. I am in talks with them. When I am hurt, I tell them. When I feel good, I tell them. Like it is a back and forth communication. And that's what God wants from us. And God doesn't say, you have to say this and you have to say this and it has to be this time of the morning and it's got to be this exact long. And I want you to chant this and do this. No, he wants you in your car, in the shower, walking your dog, wherever it is, he wants you. He already knows you in your heart. And so it's that simple. So thank you for sharing that. Because I feel like we tend to overcomplicate it of like, no, if it's not this exact way, I will not know. Yeah. Like I and wasn't is- in the Bible for 30 minutes today. And like, I'm not going to have God's blessing over my life for the next week because I missed an hour. Like, no, 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 no. Like he. He loves you and he know he is walking with you all the time. Your thanks for him in the moments of gratitude is 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 just as simple as that. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I would love for you to share to our listeners how they can find you, where they can find you, um, and what are some things that they can look forward to that maybe that you have. Yes, so you can find me. My website is eringuerner.com. Um, I would love if you would tune into the podcast, Powerhouse Lawyers. It's on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you can find your podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm also hosting another retreat in the fall, um, end of September, beginning of October. You can also go to my website and find out more information about that. But I am Erin Gurner at Erin Gurner on Instagram. And same on LinkedIn is where I play usually. But My website is a pretty good one-stop shop. Um, You can even book a call with me there if you're an attorney listening in and and you just maybe think you need some guidance and wonder if coaching is for you or you need a community of powerhouse lawyers to to help you thrive. So amazing. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for being on today. It was so good to have you. And um, you guys just continue to tune in. Go check out Erin. We'll leave her website in the show notes as well. And we hope that you have an amazing day and that you are encouraged. Thank you so much for listening to the Fuel by Faith podcast. We would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review and how this podcast is impacting you. This will help us move the needle forward to get this podcast out to more and more communities, more and more women that need to be fueled by faith.